November 20th, 2016. I am thankful for the insight that comes with losing a parent. I always feel like such a disappointment to Jamie and my motherly skills. Losing dad makes me think of how flawed we all are. If he ever told me he loved me, I don't recall it, but there was never any doubt in my mind that he did. I don't tell Jamie I love her nearly enough, but mostly it seems to make her so uncomfortable. I just hope I'm making that love known to her, at least as well as my father did for me. I'm happy it's Sunday. This is my day to meditate for an hour and get centered in what is really important and true. It is a healing time and recharges me for the rest of the week. It was kind of short, so I'm going to go to November 24th, 2016. I am so thankful that we are closing in on the end of abuse of big cats. I just sent a jib-jab Thanksgiving card to my family and for the first time created one of the volunteer committee for the volunteers. These little singing, dancing cards that can be personalized with the heads of anyone I upload is really cute. On November 23, 2016, Kedar Gore of the Corbett Foundation wrote, Dear Howard, I hope you're well. I'm trying to get in touch with someone at International Tiger Coalition, ITC, to explore the possibility of the Corbett Foundation's inclusion as one of its members. Couldn't find the website of the International Tiger Coalition, but found several links to Big Cat Rescue's site. I was wondering whether you could put me in touch with the concerned person in ITC. Looking forward to hearing from you regarding the well fencing work in Bangdavar in 2017. Warm regards, Kedar Gore, Director of the Corbett Foundation, member of the IUCN Commission on Education and Communication, member IUCN SSC Bustard Specialist Group, member IUCN World Commission on Protected Areas in South Asia, and they're located in Mumbai, India. The Corbett Foundation is a charitable trust and registered under the Foreign Contribution Regulation Act of 1976. The donations to the Corbett Foundation are tax-exempt U.S. ADG of the income tax in 1961. The Corbett Foundation is accredited by the Credibility Alliance under the desirable norms prescribed for good governance of voluntary organizations. Howie just sent a great letter in response to Kedor Gore of the Corbett Foundation. I wanted to include it here as a summary of the work we are involved in regarding CITES. And this is Howie's letter. It says, The International Tiger Coalition existed under that name for a number of years, with Judy Mills as the moderator and had funding for her role. I don't recall the exact years, but I recall 2009, so maybe a few years after as well. It does not formerly exist now, but some of the Organizations continue to work together. Most, if not all, are members of the Species Survival Network, which we joined only a few months ago. A significant part of our role back at the International Tiger Coalition was to create awareness among the international players of the detrimental role the U.S. captive situation has on the conservation of the cats in the wild. That is now, that is now well recognized, and we can talk about it if you like. If you have not read Judy Book's if you have not read Judy's book, Blood of the Tiger, I highly recommend it. Over her career, Judy worked both on the ground exposing illegal trade and at the high level representing large NGOs and then the International Tiger Coalition at CITES. She was privileged to private conversations, particularly with representatives of Asian countries, that give her an insight that third-party reporters do not have access to.
lot of the tiger should be italicized. This year was our first participation in CITES. We worked with EIA, that stands for Environmental Investigative Agency. Judy Mills individually, who was one of the people representing us there, born free, etc., in a number of ways. We helped fund and organize a side event devoted to the tiger. The event was hosted by the South African author and journalist Julian Rademeyer, who is known for his work investigating rhino horn trade. Our featured speakers were, one, Batu Sagal, a renowned and charismatic Indian tiger climate change activist and writer, who is the founding editor of Sanctuary Asia, India's premier wildlife and ecology magazine, known for its work in listing children in wildlife conservation, and two, Bui Tai Ha, Education for Nature Vietnam's vice director and head of the policy and legislative team, who is a feisty young lawyer and goes after the bad guys with great courage, ensuring enforcement agencies prosecute wildlife crime offenders to the full extent of the law. What I am heading up to, what I am leading up to, what I am leading up to with this perhaps too long explanation is that after CITES, an informal group has formed to continue the work on CITES issues. It does not have a name like International Tiger Coalition, but operates similarly. We just had our first conference call this past week. The focus was following up on the effort to create standards for rescue centers. You probably know that the major victory at CITES was preserving the 2007 language about tiger farms that the Chinese were hoping to eliminate. One exciting development was Lao announced their intention to eliminate their tiger farms. A great step. Now they face the difficult task of figuring out how to do that. The big problem, of course, being what to do with perhaps 700 tigers. A portion of this group is working on that. In both cases, while there is no formal leader, EIA, the Environmental Investigative Agency, seems to be taking on the role of organizing the effort. We feel that ending the tiger farms and efforts to legitimize sale of parts and derivatives is key to the survival of the tiger in the wild. Carol has had a long history with the International Tiger Coalition, but involvement in CITES and these efforts is new to us. I think I have characterized this accurately, but have copied my two colleagues who have been more involved. So, given all that, if you would like to be part of these group efforts, I would be happy to make an introduction to Debbie Banks at EIA if you do not know her, which is probably the best way to get a better understanding of the efforts and see if you want to get involved. Howard Baskin, Advisory Chair advisory board chairman, Big Cat Rescue, and then his contact info. And I think Howie was actually wrong on this. I think the International Tiger Coalition started in 2007, but um, he is correct in that probably since about 2011, it has not continued under the banner of International Tiger Coalition, but rather has been now the the lobbying group that Howie leads the calls on every Thursday at this point in time, and then um, in 2016, and then uh, up through 2022, leading calls on Monday to keep pushing forward the Big Cat Public Safety Act with the members from the International Tiger Coalition that had stayed with us in that effort. If you enjoyed these video blogs of my diary, Please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you.